Hi, and welcome to Bros Watch PLL2. I'm Marco Sparks. And I am Benjamin Light. And we are ready to bring down the hoe. S4E11, bring down the hoe. That title alone knows, that lets you know we're in for something special here. I mean, I know we've said about other episodes, but what a fun title. <laughs> I think it was originally supposed to be like, down goes the hoe or something or like that. bringing this hoe down. This hoe is going down, that's what it was. That's right, this hoe is going yeah. down. <laughs> that one is also a winner. Uh, yeah. Written by Oliver Goldstick and Francesca Rollins, directed by Melanie Mayron. This is the second to last one that she's directed for the show. We open on an overhead shot, a very cool shot, looking down at the liars who were at their one of their, their tables in the kind of courtyard area of the school. Uh, yeah. This table is has that octagon shape. It's not a. It's not like a an even-sided octagon, but it's, you know, it's like a square with, like, you know, cut corners. So, right. once again, we have this this symbolism that keeps coming up, that the octagon, the, the, the gazebo plot where Allie was buried. Also, the Dharma Initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the logo of our podcast. Coincidence? I don't hmm, know. Hmm. Uh, it's Friday. It's Friday. Gotta get up. What? Um, Wait, what? Yeah, sorry. Emily and Arya. Is that what happened. that song sounds like? I'm just remembering the Will McAvoy version. Okay. <laughs> I never actually heard it. Um, it's, yeah, Emily and Ari and Spencer are having lunch here. All right, so when do we want to talk about Ari's outfit? I think we'd have to talk right oh. away before we talk about anything else. Oh, it's, um, shit, I did not remember this, episode, this outfit at all. This is a total surprise to me. It's like this weird kind of silky, satiny looking jacket with like, it's like, like a blazer. Big tiger face. On, on the shoulders. I mean, she's got, she has like a shirt on underneath with a big tiger face on it. But then the jacket itself is all these kind of weird tiger too. multicolored tigers and just like, there's like some like, you know, plant reeds in the background. I don't know. It's, uh, it's okay. weird. So imagine if that snarly tiger on her shirt, on her tank top, was a screensaver and the screensaver broke, mm-hmm. but it also took peyote and started morphing to more tiger heads. The, I mean, it's it's like it takes like three Wolf Moon and three Keyboard Cat combined with like the iTunes visualizer. Yeah, with like the power of like a supernova ODing on Happy Time Nightmare Drugs. I mean, it's it's and she's wearing it like it's the most normal thing there is. <laughs> and nobody else is like, oh dear God in heaven, what is that you're wearing? <laughs> well, she has this insane necklace of like gold and like like jade. turquoise jade like spikes, like animal teeth that you don't even see because of what she's wearing. Yeah. She might as well be like carrying around like a tribal spear with this outfit. Mm-hmm. That's uh, just uh, another day in the life of Arya. Also, just a short black skirt. Mm-hmm. And Arya is what well, she's asking Emily. Like, do you th- really think somebody's been living in that crawl space? And Emily's like, Arya, there's a sleeping bag. And Arya says, Yeah, but napping isn't living. <laughs> Why are you challenging me, Arya? Uh, Spencer says, Unless you're a reptile. Which kind of describes Cece. This is an episode where Arya basically gives every human being she encounters some shit. Mm-hmm. I think that's her job. Uh, yeah, she, Arya the accuser? She, well, she's the one who must take the contrary point of view in any given situation. Yeah, yeah. I remember you said that before. And I think you were so goddamn <laughs> right in this episode. Um so yeah, with this, describe Cece, even the Cece that Mrs. D remembers. You know, Arya points out that even Shauna is scared of Cece, and Emily is scared of Shauna. And Arya is like, well, she's not the one who used Jenna's head as batting practice at your birthday party. Sports metaphor. 
Yeah. I guess when you karate bro Jake's rubbing off, yeah. Sports metaphors rub off on you. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, so so Cece, like this whole episode is just like Cece's bad guy now. mm. I guess they're they're taking what um that chick who we never got her name, the one who was moving out. Like the whole Cece always said there were four other she doubles. Like she blamed Allie for getting kicked out of UPenn. I guess they're just taking that and running with it because they're so convinced that Cece is redcoat and a. Also, Shauna, send them mm-hmm. on that trail. Yeah. Also, Dark Nigel. True, yeah. And in that weird flashback that Mrs. De Laurentiis gave them, which would seem to disagree with that, because, it, like, in that flashback, Ali and Cece were, like, so insanely close that they would trade personalities and souls. Right. But I guess they're just kind of letting that go. Uh, all he knows that something fucked up is happening there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Spencer's like, "Why is Cece going after Jenna?" And Arya's like, well, "Why does she go after any of us? We had nothing to do with her getting kicked out of college." And Spencer says, "They have no idea what Allie could have told uh, Cece." And Arya says, "What could Allie have possibly said that would make Cece hate us enough to drill holes under Allie's house and stir up Emily's skirt?" Such a great line. <laughs> and Emily's like, "Well, how am I supposed to live in that house?" And Arya's like, "We'll just hang out on the second floor." And Spencer says, "And wear underwear at all times." Just dead serious. Yeah, yeah, totally dead serious. Like this, that's, this that's is just her solutions. Make sure you're not walking around commando or anything. You should be fine, Emily. Because that's the thing that Emily would do with Mrs. D. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so Arian Spencer, you know, they're they're great support for poor Emily. Emily's face is just like Jesus. I need new friends. <laughs> Stat. Um, Spencer then leans in and grabs something off Emily's plate and says, "I'm eating this." I think it's like a baby carrot. Yeah, she just announces, "I'm eating this," and then eats it. <laughs> well, it's because like Hannah shows up and it's like Emily's distracted, and Spencer's just like, "Up, oh, distraction clause." I'm eating this. Um, so Arya asks, you know, where Hannah was. Hannah says that she was with her mom. She met another lawyer. It did not go great. They're all just bottom feeders out to make a name for herself. I'll bet Spencer is a uh, rapacious fry inspector. She she's probably just constantly <laughs> fry inspector. Mm-hmm. Fry inspector's friend. <laughs> Brian Spector's identical twin. Um, yeah, so they're all bottom feeders. I'll have to make a name for themselves. Hannah's upset because none of these lawyers really care about Ashley. And Arya's like, Hannah, your mom's going to find somebody who really cares about her. This is a lawyer, Arya. Not another failed experiment online dating. Mm-hmm. Mainline mate. Um, Hannah's upset because her mom already had a lawyer who cared. The super lawyer, Veronica Hastings. Best uh, like criminal attorney in Pennsylvania or something. Or something, as, yeah. as one would have us believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Hannah wants to know why Spencer can't ask her mom to ask the judge to let her back on the case. And Spencer's like, because A took her down, Hannah. Oh, and it should be mentioned, Spencer just looks kind of guilty through this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hannah's just like, Spencer, talk to her, please. Uh, Hannah says that Ashley trusts Veronica and needs her. Spencer points out Veronica is not deserting Ashley, just trying to figure out what kind of role to play without compromising the defense. Um, Emily starts shifting around like she's sitting on a shit. She says, what is she doing here? Who... They look over. Lieutenant Tanner is there walking <laughs> towards them. Good old Lieutenant Tanner always walking in, making them uncomfortable. When Spencer Dryley's like, I doubt she's here for the big zitty. <laughs> and Tanner says, hello, ladies. May I join you? And they don't really say yes, but she goes ahead and sits down right that's, next to Spencer anyway. That's how people sit down in PLO. Well, especially how cops do it. They, they pretend to get permission and then just go right ahead. Well, and Veronica, when she went to visit Mona. Mm-hmm. May I sit? Not too late. I'm already sitting. Yeah, and so she sits down next to Spencer and says, I hear you and your mother moved in with the neighbor. Must be nice not having to use a desk as an ironing board. She, have, you, 
Have you been back to your house since the accident? Well, she she turns to the others like she's half expecting to get a laugh from the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. She's so good in this scene, Roma Mafia. What was like Roma Mafia, like or Lieutenant Tanner, I should say, like who were her like liar foursome when she was a teenager? That'd be fascinating. Well, like back have, in like the seventies. I have a lot more to say about that at the end mm-hmm. of this opening. Um, yeah, so. So, Emily looks so freaked out. Yeah, as as the Emily been back in the house since the accident? No, she hasn't. And Tanner says, "Well, I'm just here, ladies, to remind you that the local PD is still investigating." And Emily's like, "Have you found out who was driving the car?" And she's like, "No, not yet." Oh, but there was, you know, they did find something interesting while they were sorting through that wreckage. Spencer's like, "What? What was it?" And Tanner says, "A shoe." A muddy shoe that, believe it or not, matches the shoe prints from the Wilden crime scene, which falls under my jurisdiction. And Hannah, you know, Hannah's making Hannah face now. She's like, oh, shit. Extreme Hannah face, like green mm-hmm. Hannah face. Roma Mafia does this thing where she acts just as surprised and bewildered by the very news that she's <laughs> delivering. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and Emily's just like, do you know who shoe it is? And Tanner says, well, we spoke to your mother, Emily. We know it's not hers. We have ways of testing these things out, you know, DNA and stuff. Hannah looks like she's going to vomit. She mm. gets up and Tanner's just like, oh, is there something wrong? And Hannah's like, uh, I just need to use the bathroom. So she leaves and she's Tanner probably says. probably vomiting on her shirt as she walks over there. <laughs> yeah. Tanner says, geez, I hope I didn't ruin anyone's lunch. And they all just like sit there awkwardly, except for Arya, who just looks bored with this whole conversation. Well, so, yeah. Like Hannah's probably like hacking away in the bathroom. Tanner's sitting there with them, and I almost want her to be like, "So, do you mean girls need a fourth?" <laughs> there's, but there's a lot of like events and info in this cold open. I love it. Uh, so after the credits, we focus on a flyer up on the wall, Rosewood High, for the Country Western Roundup, which is tonight at the Old Road Barn in Watertown. Is Watertown a real place? Uh, and also, curious. who the fuck would pay twenty dollar cover charge? To get into this, like, is it for charity or something? I don't know. Twenty dollar cover. I don't know if you noticed this, but on the flyer for this titular hoedown, it mm-hmm. says, "Come on out and kick up some fun." There'll yeah. be a DJ and a hayride. Also, this flyer is advertising an event that's tonight. Yeah, it says tonight. Tonight. Also, you're paying twenty dollar cover at the door. That doesn't include hayrides. The hayrides are extra, as we'll yeah. find out later. But I mean. I- <laughs> Was there previous flyers? Like date? <laughs> they were like, like tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Somebody on like the school like dance committee like every day goes out and changes that flyer. It would be Spencer, wouldn't it? Maybe they might have like kicked her off the the committee. That's true. I have like Spencer's like I have At- a very intense marketing plan. Everything is tomorrow and tonight. <laughs> <laughs> After she went to the mental institution, they're like, yeah, it's bad for the optics if you're in charge of things. <laughs> That's just not a good metric, Spencer. Mm-hmm. So then Hannah walks out of the ladies' room, and I believe she actually did just vomit in there because she, she's kind of holding her stomach a little. Yeah. Uh, but as she walks out, uh, all the liars just kind of like join her and like form up on all sides of her. They form up the Voltron. Walk in yeah. formation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the Spencer tells you know Hannah not to let Tanner freak her out about the muddy shoe. It's probably not even why she came here. And Hannah's like, "Oh, really? Was it about the baked zitty?" Spencer's like. <laughs> Touche. Nice callback, Hannah. Yeah. And Spencer says, "No, look, A put that shoe in Emily's house because Mona made a crazy move. Uh, Mona made a crazy move." Uh, and Hannah says, "Why does A care what Mona says?" And Spencer says, "Because her confession screwed with A's perfect plan to frame your mother." 
And Arya says, yeah, and Tanner's just fishing to see if we were the ones who put Mona up to it. Also, Arya's still wearing that outfit. She's mm-hmm. still wearing it. Um, Emily points out that Tanner's been on her ever since the guilty video got turned into the police. And Emily says, she's just trying to get us to spill something. And Hannah's like, yeah, well, it worked. My breakfast. <laughs> which I think is confirmation. Hannah just went and barfed up her breakfast, which is yeah. not good as far as like uh, the kind of equilibrium of Hannah's concern. True, true, true. Yeah, the only the only like uh, cycles we care about with Hannah are like her digestive and mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, fan fiction go. It's wild. a window into her soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, Hannah's getting a soda too, which you also know is bad in Hannah Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer says they need to put CC on Tanner's radar, and Arya's like, "How are we going to do that? Just invite CC into her crawl space?" <laughs> and Spencer says, "No, they're going into the crawl space this afternoon after school, and hopefully find some proof that CC's been living down there." And Emily says, if you go down there, Mrs. D is going to be asking questions. And Spencer says, no, Mrs. D isn't going to be there because Hannah is going shopping with her. And Hannah's just like, wait, what? Uh, uh, what did she say? Uh, things what? to wear while visiting my mother on the chain gang. And Spencer's eyes are like fully crazy. She's like, no, tonight's dance. Mm. Hannah says, Spencer, I am not going to that hoedown. Okay, I cannot leave my mother alone. So maybe Spencer is in charge of the dance. I don't know. Spencer says that Hannah doesn't need to go to the hoedown, just to waste an hour or two trying on bolo ties with Mrs. D. Spencer then informs Ari and Emily that they're going to meet Spencer underneath the house at 4 p.m. Spencer gets a text. She looks pretty stunned. Aria, of course, sees this, asks if she's okay. Spencer kind of forces a, yeah, and says that she'll meet them under the house. She bounces. Uh, and they all rings. break formation. Yeah. Uh, Hannah's left alone, you know, by the soda machine to drown in her panic and anxiety. The well, hallway's clearing. It's funny how quickly Spencer took charge there and just like ordered them all around on like the newest crazy plan that she has. Well, last week it was Hannah, and mm-hmm. look how far that got them. Yeah, but yeah, Hannah, Hannah's making Hannah face now. She's hanging on by a very thin thread. Like her hair is actually pretty wrecked in this scene. Like probably because she was puking. Yeah, yeah. And so she's making her sad face and. Then there's like some bro down the hall. He's just like staring at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy looks like he's probably what twenty five. Yeah, close cropped, like buzz cut hair. Hannah's kind of fighting back some tears some more, and then she looks up and sees this guy staring at her, and she's like just gets pissed and leaves. So this bro will introduce himself uh, rather quickly later on in the episode. We're just gonna say now. This is Travis. This is Travis because we don't like he's to say totally something. a high school student. Yeah, absolutely. Not at all uh, country extra. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, cut to like, a nearly empty classroom, as always. Emily's printing something. Uh, Paige walks past the open door. We see Emily comes inside. Paige asks if tonight is still happening. Emily says, tonight? And Paige says, will the dance? And Emily's like, oh. Well, because it's, it's unclear. Like, did they break up in the last episode, or is that just like a a talk where they kind of acknowledge they will be breaking up at some point. Like there's, there's a distance between Emily and Paige right now. Yeah. I could understand. I, I could understand the awkwardness if they've had that talk, that this is going to be ending at some point soon. Um, clearly Paige did not get the memo that they broke up. If they did indeed break up. I remember the first time I watched last, uh, the last episode before this, I was like, they just broke up. Right. But then, it was unclear in this episode. I mean, well, I, perhaps it's unclear to them as well. Well, it's kind of like the end of last season where, like, Arya has to dump Ezra basically twice. Mm-hmm. Oh, like three times. Yeah, like three uh, times. Third time's a charm. We can't not mention what Paige is wearing right now. 
Oh, Boy Scouts of America shirt. Uh, Which is, I I have to say, a good look for Paige. She's dressed like the cool rookie on a cop show. Basically, yeah, like like off-duty, like unbuttoned shirt type deal. It's amazing to me that Ari and Paige don't run into each other during their, like, weekend thrift store shopping trips. Yeah, I mean, where did she find a Boy Scouts of America shirt that fit her? Like after Arya returned the exact same <laughs> shirt to that thrift store, um, Paige can tell Emily is not all into it, so she tries to backpedal, like, "Oh, we don't have to go to this thing." And Emily's like, "Yeah, I don't know, maybe I have a lot of stuff going on. I'll call you." Which speaks that speaks louder than the words that spoke it. I mean, Paige mm-hmm. asks whatever the paper in Emily's hand is, and Emily says it's the recommendation letter from Zoe slash Bruce Willis's daughter. And uh, uh, yeah, Zoe came through, and Paige says, "Wow, it's long and gushing." <laughs> and he's like oh that's how Zoe talks and Paige is like really about every volunteer her spirit made my heart race mm. and he's like she's poetic and Paige is like she's into you shut it down you know and Emily says she's being supportive and Paige says Emily I've been to weddings where people don't say stuff like that in their vows you've been to shitty weddings Paige uh, Emily is slipping away so now is the time for Paige to become a jealous idiot I don't know if I'd call it jealous i mean maybe a little she's coming on a little strong but emily snatches that letter back and she's like i got class and Paige watches her go and then like i think she just realizes like wow that was kind of bitchy of me yeah yeah that that thing is long and it's gushing you know where it's gushing into mrs d's crawl space mm-hmm. yeah so outside school after school Arya's walking out of school she's taken off her blazer because perhaps she actually caught a glimpse of it in the mirror uh, Jake comes running well, the, up the, to her. The best part about this is that uh, you don't totally see it because he's off frame, but Arya is kind of walking away from school, oblivious. She walks right past Jake, who's sitting on a, like a picnic table waiting for her. Nice. She walks right by him, so he has to get up and like run after her and be like, "Hey, hey there, oh, hey I sport, love show. <laughs> you remember me?" Basically, glosses over how much older than her he is. I mean, he's obviously never, not in high school. Yeah, he's he's got to be out of high school, I would think. Oh, I think we're supposed to assume that he's younger than Ezra, but honestly, how much younger could he be? I mean, we knew a, a guy who ran a dojo, right? Like, right out of high school? That's true. We did know a guy who ran a dojo. Yeah. We're not uh, even making that up. Yeah. He was, like, probably 19, 20, like, basically... Do, not the owner of the dojo, but doing all the day-to-day stuff. So I, I could buy that Jake is, is like that. Do you that. think he was also like courting girls who wore psychedelic tiger shirts? I can confirm for you that he was not my <laughs> ex-roommate. Um, also, if you really look at it, I mean, if you really analyze it, Emily and Jake have pretty much the same wardrobe always. That's probably true, yeah. You could, you could take outfits off of Emily and have Jake wear them in the next scene, and I don't think you'd even miss a beat. Um, so Jake was going to offer Arya a lift home, but she drove herself, meta statement. Uh, he asked if she wants to get coffee of him. Maybe take she, a detour. I'll tailgate you. Yeah, she basically blows him off, saying that she has so much to do. Love to. But, also, in yeah. my notes, I forgot the word off there. Um, yeah, he gives her a card, wanting to pass off the name of some hotshot attorney who's a friend of the family. Arya's like, oh, that's so sweet of you. And just like kind of stares at him. He says, I don't know what happened between Spencer's mom and Hannah, but and Arya goes, I think uh, Mrs. Marin's already found somebody else. Like, what, what is your game, Arya? Like, why are you, why are you like killing this? 
She is like, we're pretty sure that's not true, right? And, uh, Hannah was just talking about how she needed a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Arya is straight up pissing on his fire. Um, and Jake's like, just like for fun. Yeah. And Jake well, just feels like a douche now. He's yeah, just like, yeah. oh. Well, and then she's like, do you two step? Completely alters her mood. Hey, yeah. do you two step? He's like, in a parking lot? And she's like, in a barn in, in Watertown barn. tonight. A school store in this Western thingy. Would you want to go? And, he's, and he's, like, he's like, yeah. And then Arya, like, she frowns. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Jake's just like, run away, Jake. Well, there's so many fucking mixed signals here. And he's just like, yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, my God. So many fuck yes. And he's like, what? Are, are you changing your mind? And she goes, no, that, that was just so easy. And he's like, well, what's wrong with easy? And she's like, nothing. It's just been a long time since I could go to a school dance with someone I'm dating. And he's just like, uh, time should your date pick you up. Lots of big, goofy grins here. I, I think that's the only way he knows how to play it, because, like, our, everything Arya is doing in the scene is, like, just bizarre and weird and, like, kind of intentionally antagonistic. Well, I think that she really just wanted the credit for inviting him. And then when he turned, she was it like, down, "Oh, he said yes." Uh. When he turned, when he turned it down, she would have been like, "Oh, well, I tried." Later, yeah, you know. Um. So I think like later after he's walking back to his car, Jake probably does that thing where like he licks his fingers and like slicks his eyebrows back and is like, "Everything's coming up, Jake." <laughs> uh, so we get to Ezra's classroom. Oh God, everything is not coming up, Jake, for uh, Mister Fitz here. The camera pans up from the desk to a shot of. Ezra in profile, just staring forward. This is dark. Stubbly. He's got got some got a mean like two day shadow going. Yeah, or like a five day shadow for Ezra. But uh, Ezra is just he's just so amazing in this scene. This is Ian Harding's dark best fits. work. Uh, Emily, did you say dark doorway. fits? Because I have dark fits in my notes as well. I wrote dark Ezra. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is the darkest Ezra timeline. Um, so Emily comes stands in the doorway and she's just like, "Hi, busy." And Ezra's like, "I should be." <laughs> he and just like he just kind of like leans to the side and just like stares at her and emily has that like uh, paper in her hand and it's just like what is that and she says uh, i do what she suggested uh, you know i talked to my supervisor from haiti she wrote this letter and she hands in the letter and then like frowns a little she's like uh, are he growing a beard and he goes what no <laughs> just his delivery there so hilarious the the no is so disgusted. Yeah, it's like no. I can't I can't believe you asked me that question. What a tacky you stupid high question. school girl. Yeah, yeah. he has no tie on though. Like there's no tie for the mock of that shirt. Although doesn't it seem like in kind of 2014 like modern day fits like would have like this like weak beard? That's like that's like the thing hipster dudes do now, right? Well, modern day 2014 Ezra Fitz would have a weak beard. He also would be dating high school girls. <laughs> uh, so Ezra, referring to the letter, is like, this is glowing. What's the problem? And she's like, well, is it too glowing? Does it make it sound like my mother wrote it? And he says, <laughs> Emily, there are people with real problems in the world, and getting a glowing college recommendation isn't one of them. Emily's like, uh, sorry I bothered you. <laughs> like, grabs the paper and leaves. <laughs> yeah. In your fucking face, Emily. Uh, she goes to leave, and then he has her thoughts. Or he's, oh, sorry, I have a lot on my mind. You know, I'm I'm sorry for snapping at you. And he's like, is this about Arya? And he kind of like winces, and she's like, I'm sorry, shouldn't have asked you that. And he says, Maggie is moving across country and taking Malcolm with her. 
And Emily's like, how can she do that? You're Malcolm's father. And Ezra says, I'd like to be the first to tell Arya. So I'd really appreciate it if you wouldn't say anything. Which is code for, please go to Arya and tell her now. Because mm-hmm. she won't take my calls. Yeah. So uh, Emily leaves and Ezra is left alone to sulk and brood. Mm-hmm. I want him to be like, turn off the light when you go. <laughs> Are you crying a beard? What? No. Just, Ian Harding, if you're listening... <laughs> In any audition, whatever the audition calls for, just send them this scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you'll get half of those roles. Um, so it cuts to the Rosewood High hallway, the stairs. The same stairs that Arya dumped Ezra's ass on and where Arya had that uncomfortable talk of Hackett's crotch about Mikey. Um, Hannah comes down the stairs. Caleb catches up to her. They have a smooch. Caleb offers her a ride, but Hannah's going shopping at Macy's with Mrs. D. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty yeah, I was reading somewhere recently. Whenever you see any like actual branding in a TV show, it's paid for because otherwise they would like block it out. So, congrats, Macy's. Cash out. And PLO has a fascinating like uh, relationship with their branding. Mm-hmm. So Caleb's like, "Why are you shopping Thousand's mom?" And Hannah says, "Well, I can't with my own. Her ankle bracelet would go off anytime she opens a window too fast." Uh, and Caleb's like, right, well, okay, then I guess I'll just come by and pick you up for the roundup. The roundup. Uh, the Western roundup. And Hannah's like, oh, we don't have to go to that. And Caleb says, actually, you do. Uh, your mom texted me during chem. She told me to grab you at eight. It's an order. And then he, like, pulls out his phone to show her the text. Like, <laughs> here's proof. You must go with me to this. Certified. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Caleb says that Ashley wants Hannah to live her life. And Caleb's like, come on, giddy up, little doggy. And he kisses Because Hannah was like, whatever. Yeah, so Caleb leaves, and Hannah's face is just like, Jesus Christ, my life. <laughs> come on, giddy up, little doggy. And then Hannah, says, Hannah should say, uh, we're not dating anymore because he just said that. Yeah. Um, so she opens her locker after he's gone and finds an envelope from The Diva Dish, which is C.C. Drake's old shop. The address, mm-hmm. by the way, is 19 Main Street, Rosa, Pennsylvania, 19387. So that uh, is a Main Street. Yeah. Inside the note, there's a there's a bunch of cash and a and the note with the it looks cash. Looks to be says, about three grand. Yeah. And the cash in the note says, maybe this can help your mother. Um, this is obviously not an A note. So Hannah looks around trying to see who could have I'm thinking in a minute that it looks closer to two grand. Okay. The last place she looks is where she sees Travis. He's pretending to like look or caress a poster for the hoedown. It's like or something. he's he's just watching her again. And as soon as they make eye contact, he just walks away. Yeah. Well, was there not like a fern he could have hid behind? Shit, Travis. Um, yeah. So meanwhile, got the outside Toby's. I don't know where this is. It's Toby's house. It's a neighborhood somewhere. I don't think it's his house. Um. Hmm, that is a good question. This, God, I don't know. Meanwhile, on the TLC show, Toby mm-hmm. Cavanaugh, teen contractor, uh, Toby's loading up his old ass truck with tools. Um, Spencer's following him, updating him. Envelope full of cash found inside Hannah's locker. Why would Cece use an envelope from a place where she used to work? And Toby's like, she wouldn't. She wouldn't, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how he sounds. Uh, uh, so, uh, so, do you think it's Cece? And Toby sighs. He's like, I don't cares? know who it is. And Spencer says, well, it's just such a careless move. Do you think she wants us to find out it's her? 
But why is she asking Toby? Obviously, the Hardy Bros experiment failed. This should be like taken back to the main liars, right? I think she's just making conversation. <laughs> uh, so Toby's like, there are easier ways to do it. And Spencer says, well, why is she suddenly gifting you and Hannah? And Toby says, Spencer, I don't feel like asking questions, okay? Not when I'm getting answers. Considering how oblique the answers are, Toby, you might want to ask a few questions. What, have you gotten a single answer so far, Toby? Uh, so Toby gets in the trunk. Spencer jumps in after him. Spencer doesn't understand why Hannah would be getting the truck, not the trunk. Did I say trunk? <laughs> Sorry. If only Toby got in the trunk. <laughs> Spencer, I live in a trunk now. Um, they get in the truck. Spencer's like in the driveway at some house somewhere. Uh, Spencer doesn't understand why Hannah would be getting an envelope full of cash the same day that her mom's money shoe resurfaces. Toby turns oh, off the ignition. Oh, we, we jumped over a good Spencer line where he's saying, you know, I'm, you know, I'm getting answers. And Spencer says, yeah, and they also feed turkeys lots of tasty treats where they chop their heads off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in the truck. He's turned on the stereo and some like music starts playing as they talk about the muddy shoe sh- suddenly showing up. And Toby's gotten all quiet. And she's like, what is it? He's just listening to the music. He's like, would you just shut up for a second? <laughs> and Spencer's like, who's singing? And he says, my mother. Spencer's like, what? Where did you get this? And Toby's just like, I, I, I don't know. And Spencer's like, you didn't put this in here? Take it out. Toby, please, please take it out right now. And so he does. And it's a CD. And, of course, there's an A note on CD that says there's more where this came from. A. And a little sticker to show that this is from, like, the Radley, like, uh, sessions with Dr. Palmer. For Marion Cavanaugh. You know, considering some of A's previous epic stunts, this isn't all that amazing. Like, Toby, do you really want to listen to a lot of, like, your mother's, like, therapy sessions? Because Spencer doesn't. Because they clearly didn't work. Right. Right. Well, also, I mean, I'll say it from what the, you, the few snippets you heard. His mom was good. Like, a little oddly good to be, like, performing mm-hmm. in her therapy session. Like Dr. Palmer's like, yeah, by all means, just play a couple torch songs. That's cool. Yeah, so uh Spencer gasps at this and Toby makes a Toby face. Mm, intense Toby face. Oh, because of the rear window brew where Hannah's getting her coffee. Behind her, Travis comes in, he goes up the counter and buys a bottle of water, which seems suspicious because doesn't everyone on this show ingest caffeine in dangerously high doses? Mm-hmm. Who drinks water? Uh this guy does. Uh, and Hannah kind of looks over and sees him and turns back around and just kind of has this look on her face like, fuck, you know? But then well, like, it's like she makes a decision like, you know what? Fuck this. Well, I, I almost wanted you to be able to like see Hannah actually mouth the words like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so she walks right over to him and she says like, hey, you looking for me? And he kind of hesitates a little and she's like, look, I don't know who you are or why you find me so damn interesting, but if you don't stop, you're going to be one sorry stalker. And she just bounces uh, before he can say anything. And she goes to the door, stops, like glares at him one last time, and then shakes her head, and she's out of there. That glare says murder. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Hannah's life, being such as it is, because technically she is still the queen bee of Rosewood High, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Hannah has this has to drop this statement to somebody like at least once a day. Probably, yeah. Um, so inside Toby's truck, we're seemingly right where we were in the last scene. Um, with Spencer I think and Toby. this is in front of his house. I'm not totally sure. Well... When you see this same house from a different angle later, it's not his house. It's what well, we'll get into it. Um, yeah. Toby, actually, I, I believe the the house set is actually also Paige's house. So it, it may just be like a spare house that they have. 
Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so Spencer Toby's still in the truck. Toby wants to go to see Palmer, see if he can tell him where he stored the rest of these CDs. Spencer's like, you know, get your head out of your ass. Palmer's not a reliable source. Yeah, he thought she, Spencer was Toby's mom. Yeah. Uh, Toby is obstinate that you know, Palmer might remember where he kept the rest of the stash of CDs. And Spencer's like, this is a classic A move. If A wasn't being devious, then why did she have to break into your car to deliver this to you? Which... This is also how A operates, Spencer. I'm, I'm with you up to that point. Yeah, and she says she was probably hoping you'd hear it and wrap your truck around a tree. Which would be awesome. But Toby is adamant. He says, I'm going to see Palmer tonight. You want to come with me or not? Spencer says, not. I'm meeting Ari and Emily. And he's like, why? And she says, so they can find signs of Cece in a freaking crawl space. And Toby nods like that's a normal thing to say. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls out his phone. He starts calling someone. Spencer's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm calling Palmer." This is a great scene for Keegan Allen because he's got a CD in one hand, like a phone <laughs> in the other, like somebody props. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Spencer says, "Toby, do you not understand what is happening? You're completely under a spell. Can we please, please, just take a breath and try to prove that CC is a before we make another move?" And then a woman on the phone from uh, Saratoga Gardens answers. And Spencer's kind of staring at him, like pleading. He doesn't respond to the person on the phone. It's like he's deciding whether or not to be a complete dick. Well, and of course, Spencer, meanwhile, she has to have her suspect be validated. Mm -hmm. Um, So we cut to the crawl space where Ari and Emily are just like chilling with their flashlights. Ari has changed clothes. She has. She still a, has. Oh yeah, it is a different shirt. It's I it's a yeah. like a white shirt now, with like a glittery zebra on it, and like a drab green jacket over it. So she basically picked like a new power animal. Mm-hmm. She She's has, got her hair up. She has pant these pants on. I don't know what these pants are called, but they're basically the pants that the three amigos wore in the three amigos, right? <laughs> sure. Olay. Sure. Um, Arya's like, where's Spencer? She always has the best flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know the writing process for this show sometimes. They come up with the most wonderful non-sequiturs for the girls to say. Which just leads you to believe, like, they know these characters so well. Yeah. And she's like, hey, isn't she the one who said to be here at 4 o'clock? And he's like, I'm sure she will be. And very casually is like, hey, uh, so when's the last time you talked to Ezra? And Arya's like, it's been a while. Why? And he's like, eh, maybe you should call him. And Arya's like, what's going on? And he says, he just mentioned that he's been trying to reach you. And Arya's like, he has. I can't do that to Jake. I spent our first three dates trying to convince him I was available. And now I finally feel like I am. Arya's open for business. Mm-hmm. Let me find something. It's a button. Do you this think is like, just like the dirt of the crawl space here. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, which is massive compared to what we th- saw last week. Mm-hmm. Um, finds a button. Do you think it belongs to Redco? The girls hear a noise. They're it startled. It is a, a black button in case anyone's curious. Um, they're startled. Pregnant pause. We wonder what it is. It's Spencer. Oh, by the way, when when they get startled because they hear the noise and they both turn, Arya grabs Emily's knee, which I found interesting. Hmm. <laughs> really hanging on to her. Uh, Spencer comes in to the crawl space, and Arya's like, "You could have announced yourself." And Spencer does this great, where like she waves her hand she, and she's like, "Hi, I'm Spencer. Coming to the crawl space." Almost wanted her to curtsy. Yes. If there's been room. I, you know what I want to see is I want Spencer Hastings and uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, Cersei Lannister to have like a curtsy off. Oh. Both while holding cups of wine. That'd be oh. great. And then drinking all those wine cups. Yeah. Uh, your little dove. Yeah. Spencer, <laughs> Spencer says that she was with Toby and you know, there's just some stuff going on. And Arya's Toby like, shit. 
Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going on for a while now, ever since he gave A that lair. Arya is really feeling like she can be critical here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer ignores that. Asks if they found anything. Emily shows her the button. Spencer <laughs> then whips out a flashlight that is powered by the fucking sun. <laughs> it's like a brighter than the sun. That's uh, like a white a white dwarf or something. <laughs> well, like in my notes. <laughs> this thing I, is so bright. Yeah, I paused this thing to like write this down in my notes, but like I had to like put my hand over my face. Mm-hmm. Um. So and then. They can hear the sounds of somebody like coming well, in. Well, Arya, Arya has to kind of like do the like see. Told you so. Yeah, they hear the sound of someone coming in upstairs, walking around like floorboards above them. And Spencer whispers, "I thought Mrs. D was with Hannah." And Emily shrugs and pulls out her phone. Uh, Arya is the they've, one who starts to move around to get a better listen. They've killed the lights. Yeah, and Arya moves around closer to those peepholes that they made, mm-hmm. uh, and and she looks up. And we can see it's kind of like in like the living room area. We just see like a couch. There's someone walking around up there. It's, I believe it's that chair where we always see Mrs. D sitting. Mm-hmm. A nice shot of Arya's eye, like framed in the hole, looking down from above. Very cool shot. Oh, uh, and then, and then the re- yeah, the reverse shot because you see what's up there. And you see the reverse shot, and both a nice similarity to Hannah, like looking through the keyhole a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. But I also thought it was fitting because Norman Buckley actually reblogged a video compilation of the depiction of eyes in Hitchcock's films. Tonight. Oh yeah. Um, so as Arya's looking through this hole, Emily gets a text. We see that she had texted Hannah to ask if Mrs. D was with her, and Hannah's reply was, yeah, Mrs. D is with me. Why? And Emily hands the phone to Spencer to show it to Spencer, and Spencer then hands the phone to Arya to show it to Arya, mm-hmm. and Arya then hands it back to Spencer, who hands it back to Emily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Arya moves over to, like, a different people to look up in that, and she again just sees, like, that chair... And she's looking up, and then suddenly, like a uh, through a different hole, a knitting needle just shoves its way down, like this big kind of you know cylindrical spike mm-hmm. shoves down through the hole, like somebody stabs it through the hole, and Arya like freaks out and ducks away, and they're all like, she falls back into like between like Spencer's legs, which I think is kind of funny, and they're all like totally crouched down on the ground. Uh, looking up, huddled together as a like this, you know, spike needle keeps, you know, being stabbed down above. Yeah. Uh, and then they hear footsteps and a door, like whoever this person was, has just left. You just know that Arya's near death encounter here is going to keep her spiraled up for decades. Mm-hmm. Um. So cut to Spencer's kitchen. Hannah's there with the liars now. She's just gotten the scoop, and Hannah's like, "Wait, go back. How many knitting needles were there?" <laughs> and Arya says, "Does there need to be more than one?" And Hannah's just saying that there could have been more than one person up there. Emily says, I'm sure it was just one person. One heavy-footed person who knew exactly where those holes were. And Um, Hannah thinks that maybe this could help them. You know, if it was Cece, they could trap her with a diva dish envelope when they go back. Emily says, if I go back there to pack up my suitcase, I'm not sleeping in that house again. I'll move back here. Or I'll move in here. Uh, and Spencer's not here, by the way. She just ascends the stairs, uh, coming down from her room. She's like, "You're moving in where?" And Emily's like, "Here, your bedroom, this couch, anywhere where there's carpeting." Um. Also, throughout this scene, prominently placed Macy's bag. Prominently, yeah. Hannah's like every, bag from Macy's. Every fucking angle, can you see this Macy's bag? Um. So, Spencer's like, "Do you want to do this tonight?" And Emily's like, "Yeah." Is that a problem? And Spencer's like, "Uh." So Arya's like. Who are you talking to upstairs? Which Jesus, Arya? Um, Spencer's like Toby. Why? What did I miss? And Arya's like, What did we? Well, miss? the the liars all start to sniff a little bullshit here. 
Yeah, because yeah. Arya's like, what do we miss? Spence, it's like you've been living a double life. And in my notes, I write, Arya would know about that. And then Spencer says, what makes you think I'm living a double life? And then Arya says, because I have. And I know exactly what it looks like. Yeah, except, It's like the writers predicted my protestation. Yeah, same here. Same, literally in my notes, too. But, you know, except she had no clue back when Spencer was wrapped up in the juicy tentacles of the Dark Spencer saga. Mm-hmm. Spencer, I really want her to, like, put her hand up and say, calm your tits, Arya. Um, but Emily's just like, every time Co- Toby calls, you leave the room and your mood changes. And Hannah, on point, <laughs> says, are you pregnant? And Ellie says, shut up, Hannah. Okay, it's like you're here, but you're not. And Ari says, we get it. We understand you have a boyfriend. We've all had them. And Hannah says, yeah, even Emily. And Ellie says, shut up, Hannah. <laughs> okay, but we don't put anyone above our friendship. Liar code, Spencer. Uh, Spencer says that she's not putting Toby before any of them because, I mean, that face. But Toby's, you know, dealing with some really serious shit right now. And Arya's like, Arya takes the forefront. Um, she probably doesn't like, like Emily taking the forefront. And she's like, mm-hmm. Spencer, Hannah's mom might be going to prison, like for real. And Emily got a par- car parked in her living room. And I almost lost an eye this afternoon. <laughs> Something almost all, happened to me. Yeah, I think that all of our stuff ranks on the serious charge. And I love that Arya and Emily, if you freeze frame it right there. Ari and Emily look so invested in giving Spencer shit. Hannah is literally checking her nails in the back. <laughs> Hannah in this scene. Like, I don't know why Emily's so mad at Hannah. She's like, shut up, Hannah. Shut up, Hannah. She's being so perfectly Hannah. Yeah. Are you pregnant? Um. Yeah, so you know, Spencer says that she can't say anything because she promised him. So Hannah asks if Toby's working with A again. Spencer says no. She says that A is giving him gifts, too. And Spencer finally breaks down and says, Toby's mother might have been murdered. The other three are like, oh, shit, that sounds boring. We want nothing to do with that. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all to do with that lame-ass plot line. So then well, because they got Spencer. She's like, I promised him. And they're just like, who cares? Yeah, exactly. It's just your boyfriend. Yeah. Um. So we cut to, I, I think this is the exact same house we were at. But Toby's now parked from instead of the driveway, like just in front of the house. He's he's in his like gold truck. His like, low-riding gold truck. So he's on the phone. And. Keegan Allen is doing stuff with his hands and holding a phone. I mean... Okay, oh, I do the dialogue? Oh, please, God. Says, yeah, I know he's not well. You told me that earlier. It's just a quick question. Could you please just get someone to get Dr. Palmer on the phone? Fine, thanks. You've been a big help. You can't see, but I've been, like, waving my arms around while I say that. To try like a madman? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he hangs up, and he gets a text from A. It's just a picture of a car. Toby's reaction... Like a black based, sedan, like an older sedan. His immediate reaction to that, getting that text is pretty funny. I really do invite you to rewatch it and maybe freeze frame it right there. I mean, he looks so, like, <laughs> his like, head jerks back, like, whoa! Um, but and then he just, like, car. looks around, he looks out the window, he's, like, weepy. He's just Wee- like, oh, what's going on? He's I'm like... Getting texts of cars. He's like, I really hope A can't see me crying. Ooh, um, I just found a good freeze frame. Yeah, please do. Uh, we get to the window brew where Arya got her coffee, or gets gotten her coffee. She sits at the counter. She looks over kind of to her right. Some people clear out away, and then we see that dark Ezra is sitting there. Yeah, and she's just, you can just see her face like, ah, shit. And he's just like, oh, look what fell into my lap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just like stares at her and they like make eye contact. And she's holding the phone in her hand. So he, he kind of like, the baits and then note note he's gonna put his pen down in the little holder in his uh ledger there and he stands up and walks over and uh she's like well at least i know you didn't lose it throw it in the river she's holding her phone yeah 
And Ari says, yeah, um, sorry, Ezra, things have just been pretty busy. He's like, oh, no worries. You're here now. No worries. Oh, my God. You know who says that all the time? Uh, Australians who have to deal with on phones occasionally. It drives me insane when people say no worries. Hey, man, no worries. So Arya's like, I didn't say you needed to fucking worry. <laughs> I want Arya to say that now. Mm-hmm. Arya's like, true. And she looks around, and in a more hushed voice, she's like, like, I can't really talk right now. Yeah, she obviously sees someone behind Ezra. Uh, and Ezra's like, what? Is there another time we can get together? That's something I'd rather not say it over the phone. And then Jake walks up, and he's like, hey... And Arya says, hey, and, like, immediately starts trying to, like, nervously explain why Ezra's here. You know, like, oh, we just ran into each other and blah, blah, blah. She's like, this is Ezra from Ezra. This is Jake. Jake, mm-hmm. Ezra. And there are just, like, just, like, alpha bro vibes in the air. And so they both kind of, like, do the bro nod at each other and uh, both try to be the uh, the one who... It's like they're both trying to make the other one feel like they don't belong in this conversation. Well, you know? so Ezra is comes in there first with a handshake, you know, and he's just like, "Nice to meet you." And Jay's like, "Jake's kind of surprised," and he shakes his hand. And Arya's just like, "Oh my god, this is so awkward. I can't go, <laughs> wait to go home and write a terrible short story about this." Yeah, and Ezra goes, uh, "So I should actually get going. Got a lot of work to do, but it's nice meeting you." Which so is, I guess, the uh, he points at him. Yeah. Nice meeting you. The safe move, I guess, to exit that if you're Ezra. Well, wouldn't it have been great Maintain though? a little bit of dignity. Wouldn't it have been great, though, if Ezra just went back and sat down at that exact same table? <laughs> <laughs> um, so after he's gone, though, because he leaves, leaves. Arya's like, wow, that was weird. I had no idea who was going to be here. And Jake's cool about it. He's like, hey, don't hey, sweat it, baby. Don't sweat it's a small it. town. Um, he's, he he's been carrying a uh, like a black box case thing. Oh, God. That's yeah. so weird. And so he, he kind of slides this box over to her, and uh, this is a gift for her. Inside, there are some very hideous, like, turquoise cowboy boots. Like powder blue, yeah. Yeah. He wants her to try them on. She's it's like, creepy. She's like, here? And he's like, I'll help you. And so he kneels, and uh, she does the thing where she basically, like, puts her foot on his chest, and he, like, unzips the boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, boots are pretty sexy, I gotta say. The sexiest of all footwear. You know, I would agree with you if this wasn't being unzipped by like some kind of like creepy foot fetish karate weirdo. Um, we Arya's don't know like, he has a foot fetish. So she's like, seriously though, how do you know my size? And he's like, it's a gift. Foot fetish, nut, nut job. Mm-hmm. He's like, and a great party trick. He slides the boot on like she's fucking It's so weird that I just read the chapter in Gone Girl where uh, the guy's mom basically says the same thing. Hmm. Oh, uh, the guy who's eventually going to be played by Neil Patrick Harris? No, no. Um, uh, the main character, Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. Ben Affleck, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he slides this, this boot on her like she's fucking Cinderella. And he's like, how does it feel? And she's like, I think people are staring at us. <laughs> and he's like, no, the boot. And she's like, it's perfect. Well, I feel like Arya's she's kind of weirded out because she's not used to any sort of PDA in public. Right. Or like like she's she's been kind of learn to feel uncomfortable about doing that because it's always been with an inappropriate uh, person also this is just weird um mm. but also if you bought a girl cowboy boots then i'm assuming that you've slept with her or some finger blasting hmm i don't know what the etiquette is here I don't we'll, know. Have to, we'll have to do some research on that we're we gonna have to do peanut. some very weird googling mm-hmm. um 
So we cut to Allison's house, Allison's bedroom. Uh, Emily's up there packing her stuff. Uh, Spencer's behind her, like standing guard almost. And Emily's just like, <laughs> well, no, this we is, can't trust that anymore. This is very much a they're the same person, like my theory thing here. Yeah, Tyler Durden here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's uh, just watching. Uh, Esther's like, I made that clear. How can I help? Emily asks her to grab the stuff in the bathroom and check the shower. Spencer goes off to do that. Emily gets a text then. It's from Paige. It says, haven't heard anything from you about tonight. Guess answer is no with three question marks. Well, this text is so weird. It's haven't heard from and then the letter U. Mm-hmm. And then instead of about, it's A-B-T. What are you and in then, a rush? And then tonight, the full, like everything else is spelled except for U and A-B-T. Guess answer is no. Three question marks, Paige. What are you mm-hmm. in Aria? Also, Emily has rotation lock on her phone, which is weird. Hmm. Uh, and Emily sighs, and then behind on the wall, there's like this really creepy poster for uh, Le Petit Feel on the place there. Probably butchered that. Uh, it's, it's this weird poster where the translation is little girls have all the fun. Hmm. Um, and the, it's like a poster of a blonde girl, but it's like split down the middle, so there's like two different faces of the blonde girl. Also in this scene, you'll see that photo we talked about way back when, where it's the uh, same picture of Allison. On on like, two sides of uh, Jason. Of Jason, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twinning. Yeah. Um, yeah, but also for some reason, this is the first time I noticed that Emily's shirt is a cartoon depiction of boxing gloves. Is that what that is? I think so, yeah, I right? looking at that through the whole episode trying to figure out what the hell. So, you know, Emily... She's like, ugh, this bitch. She turns around. She looks at Allison's desk. She looks at the hairbrush. She looks at the nail polishes. She zeroes in on uh, powder blue nail polish in the corner, which is basically the same color as Arya's new cowboy no, that's, boots. That's turquoise. Powder blues. Hmm. 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 Um, anyways, this, this triggers within Emily a flashback. Flashback to Allie painting Emily's toenails. Sexy. Uh, and she's like, tells Emily, stop moving. And Emily's just like, I can't help it. It tickles. And Allie tells Emily to get over it. And then she kind of blows on her toes. Lots of weird foot love. And Emily's episode. really enjoying this. Obviously. Yeah. Well, I can imagine this probably also makes her very uncomfortable too. Uh, that's like she's a n- good kind of uncomfortable. It's a delicious agony. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Allison then says, you know, apropos of nothing, you need to break up with Ben. What? Why? Ben is her beard. Yeah, because you deserve better. And he's a flathead. And deep down, you know it's not right. And Ellie says, sometimes it feels right. And Allie just kind of scoffs. She's like, please, mushy squash. And Ellie says, he's not that bad. And Allie says, that's what's left on the buffet table after everyone's made their choice, Em. You don't make decisions, and that's what you end up with. Yeah. Emily says that Ben really cares about her, which is not supported in the text, and she does yeah. not want to hurt him. Well, and that that's oh, there's the key line there. It's like this guy seems to care about me, and I don't want to hurt him. It's like clearly you're not into him, right? Uh, and Allie says, "Stop taking care of everyone else but yourself." And Emily says, "Allison." And then Allie says, "You need to be careful what you're good at, hun, because you'll spend the rest of your life doing it." Which is heavy. Which is like just existentially mind blowing. Yeah. I feel you just like stop the podcast right now and just go contemplate our future. Also, this is being delivered by a 15 year old character who's played by a 14 year old actress. <laughs> well, actually, it's probably at this point closer to a 14 year old character being portrayed by a 15 year old actress, but basically. 15 or 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, what a line. You need to be careful at what you're good at, hun, because you'll spend the rest of your life doing it. 
I mean, we're recording this halfway through season five of what's actually aired on PLL, and Sasha Pieter is maybe 18 now. Mm-hmm. Like, probably just turned 18. It's it's bizarre. The work that she does on this show is phenomenal. Um, So, you know, Allison says Emily's not cool doing the deal. Well, you know what Allison sucks is I'm, I'm pretty sure that in Jacob Clifton's recap, he has, like, a really awesome whole, like, section about that line. I, mm-hmm. I could swear I read that. Uh, but I can't verify it because television without pity appears to be dead for good now, which really blows. Yeah, it does. Uh, R.I.P. T.W.O.P. Um, so yeah, Alice says she's, Emily's not cool doing the deed. Allison's more than happy to. And Emily's like, well, what deed? And Allison says, breaking up of Ben. I've done it for lots of people. And Emily says, that's so wrong. Who would ask you to do something like that? And Ali says, sometimes people don't have a choice. A friend of mine was involved with this really scary dude. She couldn't do it. So I stepped in. But the bitch didn't tell me that he had a gun, which he pulled on me. Doesn't this just sound like bullshit? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, I started to, like, write down the suspects. Yeah. But then I thought, this sounds like the kind of tall tale you tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so- Ellie's like, what? Who? A boy at our school has a gun? And Ellie's like, you don't know him. He doesn't go to our school anymore. And, like, other foot makes Emily switch foots. And flashback. I mean, mm-hmm. like, so, I mean, Garrett, Ian, Wilden... Maybe Toby? No, Toby doesn't have a gun. Toby's like shooting stick off. <laughs> so come back to the present day. Spencer walks in. He's got everything from the bathroom, and Emily's kind of still like spacing out. So Spencer asks, you know, what's wrong? And Emily says, "Did you know that Allie once had a gun pulled on her?" <laughs> Spencer's like, "What?" And Emily ex- kind of explains how Allie used to break up uh, with people's boyfriends for them, and when they didn't want to deal with it themselves. And uh, what if this was a favor she did for Cece and the creepy dude was Wilden? Spencer's like, slow down. You're jumping to a lot of conclusions. And Emily's yeah. like, no, when I saw that photo of Wilden with his arms around Allie and Cece, I assumed you'd seen Allie. But what if Cece was dating Jason and Wilden? And Spencer's like, so what if she was? Girls got to eat. Yeah. Emily says, maybe when she came back to Rosewood, he tried to hook up with her. And the only way to get rid of him was to kill him. That's kind of a crazy stretch. Uh, it's rosewood also how much do you delight in the fact that this 14 year old girl is like no it's cool i love breaking up of people for people <laughs> i get off on it it's awesome uh, i mean imagine- can you imagine her just marching up to you and being like by the way your girlfriend says it's over well just no just imagine you know present day on the show allison survived and was able to like deliver the papers from her dad to her mom oh <laughs> you got served bitch yeah mom you're getting divorced she's like no honey we're not getting divorced no seriously i hear the papers <laughs> you've now been officially served you ever hear of mainline mate <laughs> um so we're looking at, at all these like cutouts of, like the rosewood observer depicting alice's disappearance we're in, like some room somewhere they're tacked to a wall there's pictures on a desk photos of aria photos of alice and his lady gaga back on the first secret lots of photos like stacks of photos well, we the, then see on like spray paint like duct tape like tape like thumbtacks yeah lots of weird shit in there and then who who should walk up on the phone but cc drake Oh, yeah. Cece says, hello? Where are you? I'm not waiting here forever. I sure as hell am not going back to Rosewood. Call me. She hangs up. And she walks by and we see there's another table with a big picture of Allie and like a map and more like stacks of photos of the liars. And the camera keeps panning over. And then we see, hey, there's a red coat. What? Just on, you know, draped over a chair. So here we have 
season four A's like biggest hoe finally makes an appearance. Redcoat. So is CC Redcoat? Can we say that? Uh, sure seems to be suggesting it. So then we cut to a bunch of people line dancing. Oh shit. The, the, there's like a the lady in the middle dancing is like really into it, that extra. I don't know if you notice that. Uh I noticed the Asian guy is going crazy. I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't know from looking at us, but every student here is a professional dancer. <laughs> Well, country western dancer, so. Oh, I, I have so much to say about this hoedown. There I are just, so many, like, swooping shots. I just dancing. can't even, like. We're in a barn. At, at certain parts of this episode, I just had to get up and walk away. Because it's, it's that absurd. Like, I, I can accept Standing an adrenalized, I can accept an adrenalized hyper reality, but these outfits and this hoedown and, and, I, I don't know. Like, is this a thing in, in Pennsylvania? There's that whole thing where it's like, you know, Pittsburgh and, and Philadelphia and Kentucky in between. Um, do people do hoedowns? Like, is, is that a normal, fun thing? Do they all secretly have line dancing gear? We are on episode 11 of the fourth season of the show, and nothing in the previous episodes <laughs> has led us to believe that this would ever happen in this universe. But... Yeah, so the camera uh, eventually finds the entryway, and in walk Caleb and Hannah, hand in hand. Uh, Caleb, of course, has a bolo tie on, although at least he just has like a kind of a dress shirt buttoned up and like jeans, but he, but he is Cowboy wearing a, a big uh, black hat. Actual bad guys. Mm-hmm. Black hat means you're a bad guy. Hannah uh, has a white cowboy hat on and like kind of like a red check, red and white checkered uh, dress. Pretty good is, look. Is she is wearing a dress that looks like it was made from the tablecloth at a barbecue joint. Probably was. Yeah. Uh, this entrance... Like some of the entrances in this episode seriously reminded me of the entrances in This is a Dark Ride. Like they wanted like some maximum mm-hmm. fanfare for some of these entrances. Oh, and also, um, Hannah has a like a sheriff's badge, like a little star, like mm-hmm. kind of hanging from her cleavage. Yeah. Just she's she's the sheriff. Caleb's like I shot the sheriff. Mm-hmm. What? Um. So you know, Hannah jokes that they should have come here on, on horseback. Caleb tells her to go with it, and he's like. Well, what it'll be, ma'am? Should I get you a nice tall glass of sarsaparilla? And uh, Hannah laughs. And my first thought was, you know, have some respect for yourself, Cyberwolf. Yeah. My second thought was, which of these couples does more like role playing? I figured Spopey and Ezria were tied. But now I'm really wondering because I guess you could make the argument that Emily's whole, Emily and Paige's whole relationship is based on avoiding reality. No, it's got to be Spencer and Toby, right? I mean, unless you count putting a paper bag over your head role-playing. I guarantee you, number one role-play that Spencer and Toby does, Beauty and the Beast. Mm. <laughs> Literally. Um, so Caleb goes off to get those drinks. That's when Travis shows up. He asks Hannah to dance with him. She oh, he's just like, do you want to dance? And she turns. She's like, what? And he's like, dance with me. And it's like he's like hinting, like, you, you know, you won't regret this, basically. And she says, okay, are you <laughs> out of your mind? Why would I dance with you? And he says, because I put that envelope in your locker. I know your mom's innocent. And then just Hannah face. Mm, lots of Hannah face. Um, he so, he, so many scenes of this uh, episode end with Hannah just like making a face. Yeah. Yeah. The camera just adores Hannah face. Um, mm-hmm. He says that he was at the lake that night. Uh, Wildem called him to come out and tow the car that night. His family owns the garage on the corner of Broadmoor and Lasher. Uh, he says, I love, I always love those little details as if it's like a real place. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that he saw Ashley at the lake that night talking to Wilden. Ashley didn't see him, but he saw her drive off. He says he also heard gunshots after Ashley drove away. And then he saw someone running through the woods. 
Hannah says, uh, did you see who it was? He doesn't know, but it was a girl. And then Caleb comes back with some drinks, and so Hannah has to do some clever line here. She's like, oh, hold on a sec. I need to dance with... Uh, and we finally get Travis to give us his name. He says, Travis. And Hannah's like, yeah, this is one of Arya's friends from... Or Arya's uh, brother's friends from lacrosse. Uh, there was a bet. Come on, Travis, let's dance. And he actually make, Travis actually makes like the cowboy hat salute at... <laughs> Or uh, Travis makes the cowboy hat salute too. Yeah, tip of the hat. It's like he's out like uh, cowboyed Caleb. Even though this guy's clearly naughty lax, bro. But yeah, yeah. and has very quickly lied and said that there's some sort of bet, and this is guys like on uh, Mikey's team, and so they have to go dance, and so they head off, and Caleb's oh. just kind of like, "What the hell just happened?" Well, he has this look on his face like like that is literally the worst lie she's ever told. <laughs> um, also, slight shades of Hannah and Lucas at the dancethon. Uh, nah, this is more of like a well, yeah, I guess that there is a little of that. Although this reminds me also of the Hannah and uh, Toby that one time. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see Toby do the, <laughs> do the like the growl at the nerds, the menacing bros there as the nerds. Yeah. yeah. So while they're dancing, which this whole barn is full of nerds, uh, while they're dancing, Hannah asks Travis why he waited so long. He says it's complicated. Hannah's like, <laughs> I know, complicated. Meta statement. It's complicated. The she the official own that statement. They the official it. excuse of the uh, Hannah relationship. Yeah. Um, Travis says that his dad had bad blood with Wilden. His dad could have looked just as guilty as Ashley does now. Hannah tells him that it doesn't get him off the hook. He says that if it was him and a dead body, who would believe him when he says that he saw someone running through the woods? She asks if somebody was blonde. He says it was dark, but he thinks so. Mm-hmm. Um, and says, where'd the cash come from? And he says, when I saw his body, I, I panicked. I left my truck at the lake. Then it showed up later at the garage. That envelope was on the seat. So whoever delivered that thought it would shut me up. And Hannah's like, well, it did. And then kind of pan over to Caleb, who's setting some drinks down. And Arya walks up. She says, howdy, Caleb. How's it going? She walks up with Jake. With yeah. Jake. Yeah. Arya has uh, a black hat on, too, of course. I, I can't begin to describe their outfits other than to say that like Jake has like a dark shirt and like a cowboy hat, a black hat. Uh, Arya, oh, she man. appears to be wearing kind of like a a lacy dress with a white like studded belt, but then on top of it she has like this weird kind of like kitched out blue halter top over it. I don't even know. Like where has Arya been like storing her like hoedown gear, like her, just like- waiting to bust it out? Like her grand old Opry gear. Why do, is, why do all the characters have like country western gear? Yeah, like ready to go. Like uh, this outfit, I feel like this is what they make like little pageant girls wear in the south or something. Um, also, is that a crucifix she has on? No, I think it's like longhorns. I think it's like Texas longhorns. That's even weirder to me. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, a skull and longhorns, I believe. So Jake asks what they're serving because um, everyone's going to out cowboy Caleb here. And Caleb tells him the stick of water because everything else tastes like cough syrup, which is interesting. Purple drink. Yeah. Um, so Arya asks where Hannah is. I mean, that's says, a southern thing, right? Purple drink? I, yeah. I don't hear about it from hip-hop dudes. Um, Caleb says that she's well, it's like a That's like a dirty south hip-hop thing, though, I'm pretty sure. Sure. All right. I'm just saying, in, in the south, so I've been told. I'm they drink. That. They drink themselves some cough syrup. I'm struggling to like make some like dirty South jokes about the show, but uh, mm-hmm. Caleb says that you know she's off dancing with some bet off with one of her brother's teammates, and Caleb's like, you know anything about that? Arya instantly lies terribly. <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, Mike is immature. 
Caleb gives her a look like, like, my God, you're a worse liar than <laughs> Hannah. Um, so I don't you? know. I think she pulls it off. Uh, Caleb's face would definitely say otherwise. Well, because she there's like this moment of hesitation, and then she's like, "Yeah, like a so immature." I mean, Jake bought it because Jake's an idiot, and then she immediately requests a water and makes Jake fish it out of like the little drink barrel for her. Yeah. So at the entrance, uh, Spencer and Toby and Emily enter. Yeah. Spencer looks adorable in her pigtails and overalls. Spencer's face clearly says like like she she walks past some people and gives like the fakest smile and it's like ugh, you know. Yeah. Uh, she's in like overalls with. Just like a kind of tight white shirt on underneath. Emily is dressed like what I imagine like the fly girls look like in like country videos. Like she's ready to dance on top well, of she's a pickup got, truck. She's got like boots that have like a bunch of like leather fringe, uh, like white Daisy Duke type shorts and like a sleeveless like kind of flannel shirt tucked in. Mm-hmm. And then like a like one of those like bandanas that you pull up over your face to like rob a bank. She has one of those on. Toby, meanwhile, looks like if if Brokeback Mountain was originally about like three guys, Toby mm-hmm. is the guy that like lives on in deleted scenes. Yeah, he definitely basically is wearing that that uniform. All their hats are like shades of white and brown. So yeah, um, they're so apparently good guys. Emily's saying that her dad taught her how to do the two step. You know, in Texas, as part of basic training. Spencer says that she doesn't know the difference between a two step and a polka. She turns to Toby and she says, but you'll lead, right, Toby? Toby says, sure. And then he turns to Emily and he says, what's a polka? What is a polka? I have not been programmed to dance. (laughs) We know that because we've seen Toby dance. Uh, Emily smiles and then she kind of looks over and, hey, that's Paige over there. Paige is... Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but how great would it be if Toby just started breakdancing right now? (laughs) He just got down. Like he just started like popping and locking and like doing robots. <laughs> he did the thing where he like he like spins on his head. Yeah, forever. <laughs> yeah. So Emily looks over and like, hey, there's Paige. Uh, Paige is of course also like secretly has been like hoarding uh, some country western gear, waiting to wear it. She's in like a sleeveless like denim jean jacket. And she's got a, a Paige black cowboy hat, which means she's evil. Yeehaw! Yeah, uh, her hair's in like uh, like twin braids, ponytail type thing. And Emily, like they they see each other. Emily kind of waves, and Paige just like turns back to the person she was talking to, like Whoa. just like kind of rolls her eyes, like whatever. Who the bitch. hell are Paige's friends? Yeah, Paige doesn't have friends. I don't know who the hell these people are. Well, like, I think she probably just like was like behind them in line to get in. Well, is this like the weird like holy roller crowd that she used to be friends with Sean with? Could be. I mean, I guess like. The show initially depicted Paige as like this uptight, like super mean bitch, mm-hmm. and then presumably when she came out of the closet, like she became a more relaxed person or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing all of her friends are just like appropriated, like Emily friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so Paige basically just totally blows off Emily's wave, and Spencer and Toby just stand around feeling awkward. Uh, like the vibe could be any more dead for them yeah <laughs> back to Travis and hannah they're still kind of dancing and hannah says i don't get it if you're so scared of looking guilty why would you leave your truck at the lake and he says i freaked out it was stupid i know and just you know i can't hide the money anymore your mom might need it and Hannah's like no she needs to speak she needs you to speak to the police uh and Travis says look i'm not gonna sell out my own family to save yours all right the police should have figured this out by now and it says, well, they haven't. And now that they have physical proof that my mom was at the lake that night. 
And she says, um, Ashley's looking guiltier every minute. So what are you going to do about that? And he's kind of, he stops and does like, does like twirls her around twice. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I've done everything that I'm going to do. And just takes off. Song, song ends. He leaves. Hannah's face. Yeah. And then some more upbeat music starts playing. Oh, Hannah, boy. Hannah leaves the dance floor as Jake and Arya enter. And then there's just this whole line dancing sequence. The for weird like, thing about this sequence is that it goes on for like two minutes. Um, give me 25 minutes. It felt like that, yeah. I mean, this had to be all Lucy Hale, right? She just like, I oh, demand yeah, I, think a, so. I, I think have so. a country album coming out. I demand like a country dance. Uh, but the weird thing is the camera seems to favor Karate Bro Drake for most of it. I mean, he is in all those like step up movies. So like the whole time, like he's in the center of the frame and she's like off to the side. It's like, like it's like check out her, Karate Bro Jake's uh, country line dancing. I mean, like and, her like smiling at him. Mm-hmm. Like she gets more close ups of her smiling at him. Um, this is one of the most LOL worthy moments of PLL ever. Uh, I made sure to work a, a section of this into the video I made. And the fact that you left it going for so long is what made it so good. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're looking like they're having the time of their lives makes it even weirder. Well, he's just like grinning like a big doofus the whole time, like open mouth smiling. Like this is the, the most fun thing he's ever done in his life. My request for the internet is to take this sequence, slow the footage down a little bit, but play like music from Dirty Dancing over it. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's Lucy Hale doing all the moves there. I mean, I assume she probably knows also, how to line dance. Did you dance. notice that like pink garter thing around the right ankle of her boots? Uh, Yeah. I don't know what that is, but that's Arya. I, I love the dichotomy of Arya's character, though, that she dresses up like a gothic vampire madam mm-hmm. sometimes, but she's also like a fucking country western nerd, too. It's like mm-hmm. so appropriately goofy. Um, so just But just imagine Ezra doing this dance. Just imagine it. <laughs> also, where is Noel Khan in this party? That is a good question. Um, so you meanwhile, pr- speaking of which, Ezra's over at the bar stocking cups because Ezra's like the bar back at the school's country barn dance, <laughs> lol. Uh, like a creep, he just stops when he sees Arya dancing and he just watches her. I have never gotten more of a Humbert Humbert vibe than I mm. do right now. And uh, he picks the wrong time to do it because Karate Bro Jake happens to notice. Oh. And uh, he, he looks he's, like he's going to take a frustrated poop. He's very, uh, very displeased to see Ezra checking his lady out. Jake's just thinking like, I need to bro up about and this. And he's still doing his like line dancing and doing the whole thing where he like grabs his hat as part of his dance moves. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's upset now. Uh, so over by the stairs or something, H- Hannah's you know she told Caleb about what Travis said. Caleb finds it all very suspicious. You know, a delivered the truck and the money. So how do they know that Travis isn't working for A? Um, and Hannah's kind of watching Travis leave through a side door, and she sighs and she's like, "You're right, I don't, but I might have but, to." Well, he says, "How can you trust this guy?" And she's yeah. like, "You're right, I can't, but I might have to." Um, somewhere else in the steps, Toby sits down because he's just pooped out from partying. <laughs> He's taking his jacket off, and he's just sitting there. He pulls out his phone and looks at a text, and you can see, in addition to the car picture, he now has an address. It says, Palmer's Old Car, 1071 East Mountain Drive, A. Oh, I love it. The, it would lead you to believe that this address came in before the picture now. Yeah, I guess so. Every time you look at Toby's phone in this episode, it's like a different like thing. It's changed every time. Um, so No, that's like a, I think he has like a Nokia or something. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So Jake comes over to the bar and he sighs and he says, hey there. And then Miss Kitty, I mean Ezra, pops up from behind the bar and he's like, oh, hi, Jake. What can oh, I no, do wait, we, we skip past a little thing where 
Toby's he's staring at the text, and Spencer oh, right. comes up, and she's like, "Hey, anything? You know, you're all right." And Toby's like, "Oh no, I'm fine." She's like, "Well, you want to dance?" And so he's like, "Sure." He puts his phone away. They get up to dance. Spencer, I would love to dance. Yeah. So then the bar karate broke Jake. He walks up just as uh, Ezra turns around. I like the way Jake like he kind of puts both his hands on the bar and sighs. And he's like, "Hey there." Hi, Jake. What can I do for you? You could start by giving us a little more space. I'm sorry, Clint Eastwood. What is that you said? I'm guessing being a chaperone wasn't mandatory tonight. Now you gotta have better things to do on a Friday night, dude. Which just like, ooh, man. It's just like, thank I'll God somebody you... has finally pointed that out. It's just like, I'll have you know that I do not. <laughs> oh, and like, this guy gets right to the point. Like, hey, man, you, you know you don't need to be here. You fucking creep. Yeah, yeah. And Ezra's like, look, if you think I'm here because... And Jake's like, oh, I know why you're here. I know why you're hurting, man. But you gotta let her move on. And then some chick comes up and she's like waiting. And Jake's just like, also, I'll take two lemonades, please. <laughs> just to further emasculate you. Yeah. Uh, just the... Uh, I, I was like, just like freeze framing this over and over to just like look at their faces as they both try to... Like Ezra like briefly tries to kind of be the... Like I'm the adult in this situation. But then... Jake just chops him off at the knees with that line. Like he's like, "You don't need to be chaperoning." Like it's weird that you are. In case yeah. no one's pointed that out to you, dude. Yeah. Also, Ezra shaved for this dance. Uh huh. Yeah, he did. No more dark Ezra stubble. Um. So we got to the dance floor. Toby and Spencer are dancing. Slow dancing. Yeah. Spencer says, "Did Emily say anything to you?" And he's like, "About what?" And she's like, "Nothing." Mm-hmm. They dance a bit, and Spencer's like, hey, uh, if you don't want to dance, and he's like, no, no, I do. It's just that I got an adre- address for Palmer's car. I want to go there. And she's like, where'd you get it? And Toby says, it's less than two miles away from here, and if it's, uh, the last sessions for his mother are in there. And Toby's like, wait, is that what was on your phone? Another gift? Toby, who are you with me? You know, who are you with right now, me or A? And Toby says, why are you trying to keep me from knowing the truth? It's like I bring this up and I get shut down. Well, Spencer, she isn't shutting him down, though she should be. It's just that she doesn't want to see this blowing up in his face, which already looks like something blew up in it. I know um, what I'm doing. And Toby says, I know what I'm doing. So she says, no, you don't. That's the thing. None of us do. We're all just making this up as we go along, mm-hmm. which is dead on. Yeah. But everybody thinks that you're playing with fire. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's everybody? Who else knows about my mother? Did you tell your friends? And Spencer doesn't say anything, but it's obvious he did. Mm-hmm. Like, Why would you do that? Now now that will be the last text I ever get. And Spencer's like, thank fucking God. That'll be for the best. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't mean to. And he's like, I trusted you. And Spencer says, I know. But keeping this secret has meant that she's had to choose between Toby and the liars. And Toby's like, right, and you chose them. It's like, duh. well, duh, Toby. It's called Pretty Little Liars, not mm-hmm. Pretty Little Toby, which would be an oxymoron. Yeah, so he storms off, and Spencer watches him go and takes her stupid hat off. She's kind of like fighting back tears. I'm so glad she took the hat off, because it's hard to take this drama seriously when everyone is dressed like farmhands. <laughs> seriously, I, uh, there are certain things I can't handle, and one of them is like country western shit. It's, it's so much. <laughs> so we cut to the buffet line. Where Caleb is piling a lot of fried chicken onto his plate. Like a lot of fried chicken. Well, that's for Hannah, too. Well, so yeah, so Spencer comes running over him. She asks if he drove there. He's like, yeah, sure, you need a ride. She's like, no. You know, she needs him to go follow Toby. And she takes the plate and she's like, I'll take that and feed Hannah. <laughs> All that fried chicken is for Hannah. 
<laughs> I'll, she's like, I'll feed Hannah. Like, you go, you go. And Caleb does, and he's like, what's going on? And Spencer says, I think A is trying to set him up, but I need you to go now, quick, before he pulls out of the lot. Please, go. The Hardy Bros are back. And Caleb's like, okay, okay, okay. And he takes off. Mm-hmm. And... And meanwhile, we see Emily by herself. She's watching Paige have a great time with these nerdy friends of hers. Just like chatting it up at a table with like three other people. And she's next to a girl. It's like maybe she's with the girl. Or, you know, I'm sure Paige is hoping Emily thinks that. Right. Um, but yeah, so and then Arya runs up. Uh, we, oh. see, we see somebody's watching Emily from the rafters. Right, you right. get kind of a POV shot up there. And then Arya runs up and she's like, hey, who's that guy Hannah was dancing with? And Emily's like, oh, I didn't see him. And she's like, have you spoken to Ezra? And Arya says, uh, no. And Emily says, he's right over there. I like how she's like, she's right over there. And Arya's like, yeah, Emily, I know. I just don't want to repeat it this afternoon. We had the weirdest pilot today at the brew. I mean, Ezra just looked like this wet, sad puppy and Jake. And Emily's like, did you even call him? And Arya's like, I can't, Emily. I told you. How is Jake supposed to believe that it's really over? And Emily says, okay, this isn't about Jake. He's losing Malcolm. First he loses you, and now Maggie's moving his kid across the country. He's in a really bad place. I mean, he tried to grow a beard, Arya. Yeah. It was that bad. Arya says, that's what he wanted to talk about? And then we get more, kind of more POV shots of uh, somebody watching Emily and Arya here. Emily, or I'm sorry, Arya walks off, and Emily looks back over at that table that Paige is at, but now they're all gone. Mm. So where did Paige go? I wonder if wet, sad puppies would replace bad, sad dads. Yeah. And then um, Emily looks up at the loft area, and hey, there's Redcoat just walking oh, through the crowd and up up in the rafters. And Emily pulls her hat head off. Or, I'm sorry, her hat off. <laughs> pulls <laughs> her head off. Quite a party trick. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so Redcoat. Uh, it's weird how, like, just by by talking about her enough, Redcoat has been, like, conjured into existence. They've, they've manifested her, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Meanwhile, at the Travis family gas station. It's kind of an old-timey gas station. He's, like, checking the pumps or something. His dad well, I think he's, like, inside. locking them or something for the yeah, night. Yeah, he's locking them. His dad's inside. Uh, you know, they're just being the salt of the fucking earth. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah shows up. Hannah says the money isn't going to help her or her mom, and he has to give it to the police. He tells her he doesn't want it. And then she says, I know how it feels to be blackmailed. You can't wish it away. Which, oh, my <laughs> God, I wish someone would come up to me and yell, I know how it feels to be blackmailed. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't wish it away. You have to do something. And he says, "I'm not selling out my own dad." And Hannah says, "Travis, my mom still believes that the truth will get her out of this, and you're holding that truth. Look, I know you're scared, but you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't have come to me if you weren't ready to do the right thing." And they just kind of stare at each other in in the gas station there. Well, she kind of like tosses the money on top of the pump, like I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, because he was just like, "Do not give me that." Yeah. Um, so at the barn, Spencer's still holding a lot of fried chicken in her hands. This is well, probably, she's got two plates. This is probably more fried chicken than any Hastings has ever held. Also, so, I think this actually might be less fried chicken than when we saw previously, like as if Spencer might have eaten like three wings. Well, it's, it's one plate in each hand. Like, how is she even eating it? She's, she's just, just like just plate to her mouth. Plate, plate to mouth, yeah. <laughs> so Emily comes up to her and Spencer's like, where the hell was Hannah? I have all this fried chicken. Um, Emily's, it's like a Monty Python skit waiting to happen. <laughs> and Emily's like, I don't know, but I think I saw a red coat. So Spencer sets the plates down, but I want to see her just like throw, throw them, them over her shoulders. Yeah, what? Wait, where? What is, was it a red coat? Was it CC? Uh, or was it CC? Yeah. And, uh, and Emily says, I don't know. It was a flash. And then she disappeared. I looked up for a second right over there. 
And so they, they look up in the loft area and then Spencer looks over and she's like, there she is. And Redcoat's kind of like rushing down the stairs from the loft and right out a side door. So they both run and follow outside. They're outside the barn. Um, oh, this is great. There's like this very kind of old style like truck that they run past and Emily jumps up on a bale of hay and they're it's looking hay- down. It's a hayride truck. Yeah, it's a hayride truck. They're looking down the the road and they see like a shadow running away and Emily's just like there, like head towards the main road. Uh, and so then this old dude, like a old, old man, old crusty guy with a beard walks up and Spencer says, uh, excuse me, can we borrow your truck? And the old guy's like, uh, no. <laughs> he says it just like that. <laughs> Excuse me, can we please borrow your truck? Wait, uh, no. It's so sensical. Why the fuck would he have yeah. to borrow the truck? <laughs> the last hayride is 9.30. And Spencer says, no, 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 we don't want a hayride. We just, we need to catch up with our friend. And the guy's like, well, I'm sorry, Pippi Longstocking, because she's got two long braids. Uh, she says, but I'm done for the night. And Baking the guy just walks off. Baking a cake. So this guy just walks off, and so Spencer and Emily immediately turn around and look into the cab of the truck, and of course his keys are still in the ignition. So without even like saying anything to each other, they just both get in. Yeah, <laughs> they like, both go the, around to, the, to, uh, to a side and get in. The little like uh, like gun thing on the keychain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, he, they sound drunk. Like, like, why would he let them have the truck? Anyway, so inside the barn. Ezra's putting his jacket on. Like, w- w- when would you ever say okay to something like that? Well, I mean, like, can I walk up to an ambulance driver and be like, can I borrow the ambulance? Uh, <laughs> no. Friend. Yeah. Um, so inside the barn, Ezra's putting on his jacket. Arya comes up to him and says that she's so sorry. She had no idea what was going on. Ezra asks if Emily told her, and Arya's like, well, she well, had well to. the way he says it, he's like, it was Emily who told you? And, and Arya says, she had to. Uh, look, I, I thought you were calling me because... And Ezra says, we don't have to do this for now. Arya says, no, it, if if I would have known. And Ezra says, it's okay, Arya. I had no right to be invading your life without pro- with my problems. You should get back to Jake. I feel like Ezra is like terrified of Jake now. Oh, yeah. I think he's really afraid. I remember It's like, that. oh, man. Karate Bro is going to beat the shit out of me. I think the first time I watched this episode, I was like, Ezra's raising his ass kicked by this Jake guy, <laughs> which would be hilarious. Ezra's like, well... I, I considered all the facts, and it, it it stands that I am a tiny little man, and that guy could definitely kick my ass. Well, just imagine the lead scene where they run into each other in an alleyway, and, like, Jake is just, like, gesturing to something, and, like, his hand comes up, and, like, Ezra flinches, and, like, maybe throws his wallet <laughs> at Jake. So I feel like Jake's the kind of guy who'd be like, look, why don't you take your jacket off? I don't want to get any blood on it. And uh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't turn your head that way. It'll hurt more. So, no, but I feel like then Ezra takes off his jacket. Then he throws his jacket in Jake's face and runs <laughs> down the alleyway. Um, so inside the truck outside, Spencer's having trouble getting the car in the first gear. Adventures in driving stick. And he says, well, is your foot on the brake? And Spencer says, no, it's on the clutch. And then behind them, we see Redcoat just like climb on top of some hay in yeah. the bed of the truck and then like duck down. And Emily looks back kind of just after Redcoat is ducked down, uh, kind of like, and is curious. Like it's like she thought she saw something. And Spencer finally gets a card, like lurch forward and then stall. Uh, and, and Spencer says, "Do you want to try this? Seriously, this is not on my driver's ed test." And Emily's looking back. Something's like moving underneath all the hay in the truck. It's totally it's, creepy. It's a little bit like a, like the shark moving through the water, but it's really. I guess the closer analogy would be like a sandworm. Like tremors? Like, like tremors or dune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you go with tremors? 
that coming near them. Yeah, and Emily's basically Kevin Bacon in this. Mm. Um, I once so, knew yeah. a girl who Tremors was her favorite movie. Like, seriously. Is this the same girl who had never seen Back to the Future? No, no, different girl. This was the girl who... I, she told me that, and I was like, oh, yeah, I like Tremors. And then later on that night, she just, like, randomly quoted something that was, like, not even Wait. a quote. Was this the girl who liked King of Queens? Like, was her favorite show? Yeah, yeah. This she randomly quotes this apparently a quote from Tremors, which I did not recognize. And then she's very upset. She's like, "I thought you liked Tremors," and it's like that wasn't very memorable what she just said to me. But anyway, oh wow, just imagine mm-hmm. like the the door that got shut in your face in her mind. <laughs> um, so Spencer starts dialing Arya. She sends out basically because well, Emily Emily gets Spencer's attention. They see this the sandworm, you know, moving. Yeah, she sends out the SOS. Says to bring Jake out the side door. I like that Jake has been appropriate as like their new dumb muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, so Emily and Spencer jump out. They're ready to nab Redcoat. Emily grabs a literal hoe. And then she brings down that hoe on the, the hay in the back. And I like how Spencer's like pointing out, like, no, wax him over Stab there. Stab there. Stab yeah. there. So Emily's whacking that hoe and in the hay. There's something red in the hay that she keeps whacking at. Uh, and then Spencer like goes and like grabs at the, the red, it's a red coat. You know, she pulls it away, but it's empty. It's just a red coat, nothing else. Kind of a freebie, because otherwise Emily might have straight up murdered someone there. Foiled again. They call that farm shanking. Um, so we cut to Palmer's car, where Toby's trying to jimmy his way into Palmer's car. Oh, God. This With scene. a Slim Jim. Yeah, there's some, where did Toby get a Slim Jim? Teen contractor. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some broken twigs behind him. He turns. It's Caleb. Wait. It's Broback Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where's the dialogue? Because it's hilarious. He, he turns. It, sorry, go ahead. Toby is Heath Ledger and Caleb is Gyllenhaal. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Okay. If only just because of the color of their hair. Maybe um, these guys could be like in the straight to DVD sequel. Caleb says, don't do it. Toby turns around, what are you doing here? And Caleb says, I'm stopping you from doing something really stupid. Toby says, you don't know what's going on. Just leave me alone. And Caleb says, all I know is Spencer's really freaked out that you're here. And Toby says, I don't need an intervention. Just go back to the party. Caleb says, uh, if this has anything to do with A, then you need a reality check. Toby just turns away, he's back to his Slim Jim work, but then there's like a car approaching, and we see a car like rounding a corner on this kind of like wooded road, so it's just coming into view. It's a cop car, mm-hmm. and the cop car like turns its sirens on almost immediately, and so Caleb and Toby just have to run away. Run away! Run, hardy bros! And then they have to go kiss somewhere. Also, mm-hmm. I just want to point out, put a different context for you. If you took out that this was you know in a tv show last year and take out the country western paraphernalia that they're wearing like clowns like this is basically a scene from like in any 80s show about the character who's on drugs and his yeah. friend has to get him off of it <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> i mean it's the same exact dialogue so we come back to the travis family garage tanner is now there with travis and his dad tanner's asking travis questions about that night she wants to make sure that he knows he might have to repeat what he's saying in front of a judge. He says he understands after some apprehension. So she asks if he thinks he could identify the person he saw running through the woods. Um, he says basically no. He uh, says I'm not sure, yeah. He, Tanner wants him to clarify that he's sure that he heard the gunshots after Ashley Marin drove off. He says yes. She uh, wasn't there when he was killed. And Tanner starts writing that down on her notepad. Well, after kind of like holding his eye for a beat, just kind of like, mm, okay. So she writes it down. Uh, Travis looks kind of nervous, but maybe a little relieved, you know. Mm-hmm. And then outside the station, we see Hannah sitting on a bench outside, making Hannah faces. Nervous and anxious Hannah faces. Very nervous, yeah. very anxious. 
Uh, so inside the barn, Spencer and Emily are inspecting that red coat. There's nothing in it, but it is missing a button. So this this coat, I mean, unless this is like super elaborate, like Atrix, this coat is the coat that Red Coat was wearing underneath. Now I'm trying to remember when we saw the drilling. Was that A or Red Coat? I really don't recall. Um, I want to say it was Black Hoodie A, hmm. but I could be wrong. Hmm. Yeah. Um, which will get muddled in this one. So, uh, Spencer wants to call Toby. She's really worried about him. Emily points out that Cece can't be in two places at once because she was already here. But Spencer says they don't know where she went. So she walks off of her phone call. Uh, it's here that I realize that Emily is basically wearing what just looks like a bra under her open flannel shirt. (laughs) Yeah. Let me look at that. There's boobs, like in some like Victoria's Secret under there. Um, well, and also I, I, it should be pointed out as she looks over and spots uh, Paige once again, like talking to some people who apparently are friends. Like Paige is like actually underneath that jean jacket has on like a very small little kind of halter thing and is showing off her midriff. I feel like this is like the first time Lindsay Shaw has actually even got to dress like this in the entire run of the show. Yeah. So uh, Paige's friends disappear as Emily walks over to her. Uh, Paige and Emily share awkward haze. Uh, Emily says that she doesn't want to be the person who ends up with mushy squash. Well, she just she says, look, I don't want to be the person that ends up with mushy squash. And Paige says, are you drunk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emily says, no. And Paige is like, well, what are you trying to say? And Emily says, I'm saying that I want to dance with you now before they turn the lights off. Metaphor. Well, you know, Emily, she she's had some pretty good kind of like solid romantic lines that she's used on page over the, the course of the show. The whole like, don't look away, you know, back uh, in like season three, mm-hmm. when they like finally officially started dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you know, I want to dance with you before they turn the lights off. Like she basically, you know, make her intentions well known, holds out her hand, Paige smiles and takes it. And they walk onto the dance floor, and they're like some of the only people on the dance floor now. And they, there's a whole extended sequence where they whatever dance. the song that's playing is. The first line is, "I finally ask you to dance on the last slow song." Yeah, uh, it's the they're doing the dance. Her page is behind Emily and kind of has her arms around Emily, kind of holding Emily's hands on each side. It's I don't know if there's a a term for that kind of dancing, but it, it's a lot of it's a lot of you know. Holding One hands step, and two step, swaying around, spinning around. Well, they're moving in sync, but this looks mm. like a dance that they just made up on the spot. This goes on for a few minutes. Well, because who the hell wouldn't make up a dance on this spot? I mean, like, who who has like a a romantic dance just like ready to go that they've choreographed previously? That you do with farm hands? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this goes on for a few minutes. This is basically all of your Emily and Paige like fan fiction, like combined. Well, you got to give them a moment every scene. now and then. Like, Ezria can't dominate all the romance on this show. Well, and as we've seen, Spencer and Toby's stuff tends to lean towards the boring whenever Toby opens his mouth. Well, I do kind of feel like right now on the show, there's nothing particularly... Like, I, I don't find a lot of romance in, like, the Hannah and Caleb stuff. It's a lot of them no. arguing. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. right now, this is kind of like the, the center stage romance on the show, I would say. The problem, though, is that it, this season especially, it's been so doomed. I guess that's the thing is you want it to flare up more well, and more. Well, they're all doomed. True. I guess they're, they're high oh. school relationships. Be careful what you do, honey, because mm-hmm. your shit is doomed. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's, an, it's a nice scene. They, for once, they just get a happy scene. Well, yeah, and that's the point. Is I think, metaphorically, this is going to be one of their things before the lights turn off. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, let's enjoy mm-hmm. this moment. So, cut to Ezra's apartment. 
Ezra's just let Ari in. Thank God she's changed clothes. And she has her hair like swooped over to one side in a ponytail. Uh, I guess that's like her like her oh. casual look. He tells her she didn't have to come over. She says she wanted to. He then like nervously <laughs> asks if Jake is outside waiting for her. He's like, is Jake going to kick my ass? <laughs> and she says, uh, no, Jake dropped her off at home. And then she came over after obviously changing. Which is, she came over by herself, which is shady. Um, she, she asks what happened to Malcolm. He sits down. He says it takes a, mess. a big old breath. He says he'd really rather not drag her into it, which, of course, he would. Um, Arya sits beside him, and then she whispers into his ear, just try and keep me from making this mess even messier. She says, I'm not leaving, Ezra. And then she takes his hand and says, okay, so you might as well talk to me. The camera pans away just as Ezra is bearing his soul. Oh, just taking more, like, breaths. Like, it's like he's almost hyperventilating right now. Well, like, get it together, remember- Ezra. When he had that scene with Maggie, when she left, because Ezra has like, <laughs> collapsed and like, hyperventilate. He's not used to the drama, which is weird because he dates Arya. Yeah. I mean, Arya, dating Arya should probably come with an inhaler or two. Um, so in the <laughs> hall, Probably like a cyanide pill. <laughs> it's just built into your tooth. Yeah. So the camera kind of pans away from Ezra burying his soul there. And we're, then we're outside in the hall, out, uh, outside his apartment. And we see there's someone in a black hoodie-ish outfit mm-hmm. uh, with blonde hair, kind of apparently like looking through the keyhole into Ezra's apartment, at like first, spying. And first. then and then they, they rise up and they put their ear against the door like they're trying to listen in what's this going on. an abundant amount of blonde hair cascading down. Yeah, and so we, we can't see because the hoodie's turned away, but then it's like they switch to the other ear and turn around, and hey, it's Cece Drake. Oh, shit. CC Drake in a black hoodie-ish type outfit, she although it doesn't totally all. look like the same type of hoodie that well, A the, wears. The pants aren't right. Yeah, oh, the, the hoodie looks can... a little too loose. Like the the other hoodies are like heavier. The A hoodies. Let's get real. You can identify CC by her derriere. Oh, I mean it's it's substantial. So says the ass man. Not an ass man. My anaconda does not want that. Um. So, but also. I'm going to go on a limb and say that I don't think CC would be A because I doubt A would be listening in on such a low tech fashion. Well, I feel like we've kind of established now that A and Redcoat are not the same person. But I like that they muddled that because for everyone who's like really like, oh shit, it's CC. It's like you've seen CC have a red coat mm-hmm. and also have like this hoodie, as if like she lost the red coat to Spencer and Emily. Yeah, and but now then she's putting a hoodie on. But then right after this, I do feel like this is kind of disabusing you the notion they're the same person further because then we get the a tag yeah and it's it's a in a hoodie and black gloves doing some knitting knitting like a little miniature like a sweater for a doll mm-hmm. so you see there's some dolls behind a there and then a pulls out a doll a mona doll that's like in a uh in a hoodie and jeans and puts it on the table next to all the other liars there's this little doll for you know aria and hannah emily spencer i think the aria one actually has like a little camera <laughs> and so then all the dolls are all laid out and then a kind of like just waves a, a knitting needle across all of them as though like picking which one to attack and then uh we get a wide shot of the dolls like pulling back and then a like slams down a needle on a doll we don't see which doll but a just like stabbed one of the dolls with the knitting needle that's excellent indeed that was bring down the hoe it was brought down on a red coat with no one in it. Fun episode. 
the the bringing down of the hoe and the hoe down couldn't totally deal, but you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love this episode. This is fun. Yeah, um, and we're that was the like uh, what do they call it the penultimate. We're mm-hmm. right into the finale of four A this next week. The next episode is. Now you see me, now you don't. Um, it's an I, Marlene King, a Brian Holman written episode. It's directed by Norman Buckley, who we always like. Yeah, I can't wait to watch this episode. Um, not a spoiler, really, just kind of a titillation. The hashtag associated with the episode beforehand is uh, World War A. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, but then there's another hashtag at the end, which we won't go into. Mm-hmm. But the initial hashtag was World War A, which I love. Mm-hmm. Nothing in the episode would really take you to that place but i love that that's yeah. the hashtag uh, okay and I, I just checked to be sure it is a black hoodie who drills the holes uh, underneath the floorboards in the jailer and his house okay so what to think of that because a red coat was seemingly down there perhaps maybe um i yeah, mean so- was that cc running around wearing a mask of valley's face i never thought the crazy yeah. bitch would do it um yeah, this is this has been an interesting little half season. Uh, the next episode is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a little bit mind blowing too. Yeah, yeah, we're we're starting to get into some revelations that I'm I'm glad we're getting to because there's been things that I want to talk about for a very long time in the show that I haven't wanted to spoil. So also, no spoiler again, just intended titillation. I believe the next episode was the one that basically changed PLO fandom. Like, we're good. <laughs> you change things forever yeah yeah um, back. so yeah that was bring down the hoe we will be back next time to talk about the 4a finale as we charge towards uh finishing 4b and 5a i'm you know they still haven't announced what the day of the uh christmas special is for pll this year mm-hmm. i'm really hoping it's in late december because if it's in like if it's like December fifth, I don't know if we're gonna be able to make it in time. That would mean doing like three a week from here on out, and that's a lot of work. Honestly, it takes us about five to six hours per show to do all the notes and recording and everything. So, which we love, but also, yeah, come on, um, yeah, and I have like you know a job. Yeah. Um, so, got two new reviews. One to thank Hannah, and also Kite Flyer Cat for your very kind reviews. Mm-hmm. Um. We also got a comment from Will on our uh, blog page, about, on our website page about the uh, the video I put up. He also left a comment on YouTube. Uh, he really liked the video, so that was cool. And he, he introduced a term that I'm, I can't believe we'd never thought of before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk a lot about actual bad guys, but let me blow your mind here. Okay. Actual bad girls. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You changed things, Will. So, I changed things, Will. There's no going back. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, hello to Hannah. She's apparently going to be listening to this podcast at the gym. She wanted to know when we'd be done. It should be posted by 3 a.m. PDT because it's cool. only 2 a.m. right now. Oh, also, Kai Flyer Cat, I just want to, I guess, apologize to you for the vulgarity. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Um, I just love that there's somebody who's listening who would not like vulgarity. But I, so I'm going to go ahead and say you're the more vulgar of the two of us. Um, yeah, I probably dropped some S-bombs and some F-bombs in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I was referring more to the, uh, like, sour cream and Spencer's burrito. 
I'll never live that one down. Oh, I think you live it up. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back next time to talk about Now You See Me, Now You Don't. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. <laughs>